the fact mm-hmm. that you to confront yourself and to not to fight yourself but to kind of in a way face face what you mm-hmm. are escaping and to identify what that is first and mm-hmm. foremost to try and, and ask ask yourself what's wrong with me and then then um because there's, there's something wrong with everything in that in that sense because everyone is wounded men mm-hmm. and women entire culture and we are working like uh, on uh, on the clock <laughs> to, to to heal it right now Welcome to the Solace and Shine podcast. This podcast is part of an online community at solaceandshine.ca. It is a platform for those yearning to remember their true purpose. We are coming to you from Ishtadev Niwas Ashram in the Purcell Mountains of beautiful British Columbia, Canada, within the unceded territory of the Tanaha Nation. The Solace and Shine podcast dives into teachings from the soul's ancestral roots. The teachings are here so that we may embrace the human experience and live it with beauty, courage, and creativity. These teachings will make you want to lean in and shine wholeheartedly together in community. Allow me to introduce to you our host and guide, Sanyasi Shivani. Shivani has worked as a medium and a spiritual teacher for the last 20 plus years. Through her dedicated practice as a renunciate, and a teacher of yoga, she guides community through all aspects of living and embodying spirit through foundations of love, service, yoga ecology, and elevated esoteric teachings. Are you ready to embody your light? Welcome to the Solace and Shine podcast. Dear friends, and welcome to part two of Sanyasi Shivani's conversation with guest Torgrim Melamstena about his exploration of divine masculinity. Torgrim further shares his process of healing his inner wounds, which has brought more balance to his experience of his masculinity. It was very inspiring to hear a man speak so openly and vulnerably about his process. He tells a story about his quest to a stone circle in England and how the land was an important character in his quest and realizations. This insightful story shares how the land is here to help us heal and show us the beauty that is all around us. This story also illustrates the current aspiration of humanity in which we are collectively moving into a time of interconnectivity. We hope you enjoy the second half of this wonderful interview, and we invite you to check out Torgrim and his co-host Mikhail's podcast, In the Borderlands, where they explore creativity, mythology, and magic. Mm. So, Mm. as a white man in 2023, Mm. who has... Mm really dived so beautifully into this exploration of self how do you um how how would you recommend somebody start to tease apart because the self-identity is so wrapped up in these characteristics whether you suppress them and don't want to be them or do want to be them and think it's your entitlement to be them like how do you tease apart these characteristics away from what the divine masculine actually uh embodies Hmm. like it's very it's very scary for the masculine to 
to surrender control. Um, you know, it's, it's like everything yeah. is fine yeah. so long as you're not changing anything. Mm. You can talk about how to do all of this stuff so long as nothing actually changes. So long as the point mm. of um, privilege in our society doesn't actually shift. Yeah. I think, I think you said something. I mean, I think surrender is, is a good word. <laughs> mm -hmm. To surrender to yourself. I mean, it's like uh, enter into dialogue with your inner child, your inner boy. I mean, I, I also did a lot of dialoguing with myself as a teenage boy. And uh, as a child, I just tried to, tried, tried to think, okay, which parts of me needs healing? In a way, it was sort of like, a, I've been doing, a, doing a, in a sense, a bit of soul retrieval before maybe mm -hmm. I even knew what that was with myself. I, I've been doing it through storytelling too. I've been telling stories about myself in different stages of life, mm -hmm. uh, made it into performances, which actually you know using the tools that you have that you know uh to to kind of uh but also to kind of also to but i also noticed that men have come after these performances and had had a healing experience out of it which wasn't necessarily mm -hmm. my my conscious intention probably maybe because i was kind of uh dialoguing with this part this inner child this inner boy in a in a compassionate way that is needed because it's like I I uh, I'm reminded of a podcast that I heard, uh, and I can't remember the name of the of the the physician, but he he mentioned that he was in Sudan in a bomb shelter uh, during the the civil war, and he was there sitting with a small boy on his lap, and this this small boy was shaking, and. Uh, uh, and he looked around himself and said, oh, "That's curious." And he, he looked at another teenage boy. He was, he was not shaking, but he was. He had these small jitters, uh, trying to control it, control his his kind of his leg. But his leg was, you know, a bit, uh, bit jittery. And he looked at the adult men, and none of them were shaking. They didn't, they didn't make any kind of movement at all. And then he had, had this realization that this natural impulse that we have, that animals have, of sh of shaking, lose the trauma. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That is something that maybe also, I also, I guess, women, I mean, because it's, I mean, it, it's, uh, it's not seen necessarily as a good thing, but that especially men, maybe historically have been told to repress that kind of thing, mm -hmm. which actually repress yep. their own healing <laughs> because, yeah. because, uh, and, and what happened to me as well, like uh, on this workshop that I was, the other two men, they canceled. So in a sense, maybe it's, maybe it, because <sighs> in a sense, Bravery is usually seen as a trait that is masculine, but in, mm -hmm. in understanding that the, that there is real bravery in actually daring to confront yourself and to mm -hmm. surrender to to these things and to allow because there's the thing you have to give up control and we and, and men 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 are so tied I mean culturally tied up with control. I think mm -hmm. maybe my my advantage is that I I haven't been so tied up with control, so I've been able to kind of allow these things easier than others. Mm -hmm. um, uh, but uh, I, it's, and I can only kind of give the advice that I, uh, 
but this dialoguing and asking of your you know because usually there there is there is there are wounds that have been had on different stages of your journey of your life and asking mm-hmm. and trying to identify whether and, and talking with them what 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 is it that you're lacking and mm-hmm. let's because my my 10 year old boy he was he just ranted at me <laughs> he really and then said <laughs> and, and, yeah he was like yeah, you yeah. did uh, basically you 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 you, you pushed me down and uh, and i and i and i said and i said yes i i am sorry i uh, please for uh, uh, like please forgive me I, I i i love you and i accept you for who for for, for who and what you are unconditionally so I, mm-hmm. I i did that practice with these different parts of myself and it, and I, and 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 cried a lot i mean i think through the the, the healing of tears and the healing of surrender and the healing of shaking mm-hmm. it out i mm-hmm. i've worked with a I think I mentioned that before too before, but I worked with a a, a, fr- a friend who is 20 years older than me. He's an Iranian war veteran, and we made a show about his 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 experiences during the Iran-Iraq War. And as he was working with that, he started to shake. Mm-hmm. He he um, his uh, he didn't stop shaking for like two two weeks when he but he could he hardly could sleep at night. His body just shook it all out because finally right. he was he couldn't. Yeah, the performance forced him not to repress it because he had to use it. He had to, right. he had to face it. So the, yeah, yeah. the bravery of facing that, that we are not necessarily called to fight dragons, the masculine, not necessarily only men. Mm-hmm. I think this goes for women too, as you mentioned, but to mm-hmm. fight ex- dragons externally anymore, but the dragons, inter- the internal dragons, that is, you know, also in, also in Islam, they say that uh, the real jihad, some people say, is the inner jihad, not the external jihad. The fact mm-hmm. that you to confront yourself and to not to fight yourself, but to kind of, in a way, face face what mm-hmm. you are escaping and to identify what that is first and mm-hmm. foremost to try and, and ask ask yourself what's wrong with me and then then um, because there's, there's something wrong with everything in that in that sense because everyone is wounded, men mm-hmm. and women, entire culture, and we are working. Like uh, on uh, on the clock <laughs> to 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 heal it right now. Well, yeah, I feel we like uh, uh, o- o- we are overclocked. No, we are yeah. not overclocked because it's like really going on. It's like wow, I, I'm impressed myself at how quickly things seem to go, and how much things are shifting healing there is so, to be found so quickly, right dramatically, now. so dramatically. quickly. And it's you know, it's one thing I wanted to share with you, and I don't mm. know if you realize this, mm. um, but surrender from a yogic perspective mm. and understanding um, the, the um, frequency of consciousness, the, the lower mm. mind or manas is um, connected to Manipura chakra, which is the home of control and power over and shame and anger and mm. um, contentment and, and surrender. And surrender is actually the bridge from the lower mind to the higher mind. So when we can actually come into this expression mentally emotionally and with through action to actually Mm. surrender we're surrendering to the higher mind so that we can actually come into Mm. the buddhi or the higher intellect Mm. um, which is the heart Mm. which is the foundation of the fifth dimensional consciousness and anahat chakra and the diaphragm is the dimensional border so like when you talk about this the story with the tree 
to me of mm. using your intuition, following the images that you were given, coming into action, not just action that was easy, but going home, getting a screwdriver, coming back, being committed to that act of service to the tree. That's also really... practical I am, by the way. <laughs> Very practical. <laughs> uh, but, but it's really, it's so beautiful. It's such a mm. tangible um expression of moving from lower mind to higher mind of how the lower mind is keeping you in pain and uncomfortable but you're you're surrendering to the information you're getting to the wisdom that's coming through and actually acting upon it and that brings mm, you closer mm. to the land closer to the heart where your actions become one yeah. of service to something beyond yourself to me that is mm. yoga that is yoga mm, in action mm. and that is yoga ecology mm. it's so beautiful now as we know, we could talk for hours because we have done. <laughs> but um, what can you share with me about going circles before we go? Oh, your journey, yeah, yeah. Because I really want to, really want to bring that into um, this discussion. Mm. Yeah, <clears throat> I uh, this this was. Uh, this was later in the year, that same year that I had experience with the with the with the, with the bottle, and uh, with the bottle, right? With the bottle and the tree, yeah. And uh, I was in uh, Edinburgh for a storytelling festival, um, with um, and was going to attend a workshop, uh, but that workshop was cancelled, and so I had like two weeks to fill before my flight went back because I didn't want. I, I yeah, of course, I bought a cheap ticket, so I couldn't uh, rebook it. But I thought, okay, right. I'll use that to. I, I, I'll use that to do something I wanted to do anyway. I wanted to kind of walk the land a bit and, and visit some stone circles along the way. And my, my end goal was, and again, I was in a new new kind of a deeper level of despair <laughs> at that point. And so, so I thought, again, I gave myself, okay, if I, if I do this for these two weeks and my end goal was Avebury. Uh, I don't know if you know Avebury, but uh, Avebury in Wiltshire is kind of called usually the feminine Stonehenge because it's a thousand years older. It's it's 14 times bigger so it's quite expansive and uh, the stones there are more many of them are more diamond shaped uh, so mm. it's, uh, it's it's an amazing area with a lot of energy I, I, I had at that time been there twice before and I and you could feel the energy of the landscape I felt really connected to the land there was this particular place called the the, the West Kennet Long Barrow which people well researchers say it was probably used as a burial mound because bones were found there i'm not so mm -hmm. sure because it felt to me it, it looks almost like a stone womb with mm -hmm. some cha chambers and uh, like a bigger chamber inside and I, I i had been there a few times before and the last time i had been there uh i had uh, there was there were some dark and small like antechambers there and i had this intuition that suddenly i i felt at a sense it's possible to sit here and it was completely in the dark. And as I went further, feeling in my hand, there was actually like a seat, a flat seat made mm. out of rock uh, that was there. So I, I realized this was like a meditative space. And because I knew that from before, my entire body started shaking. And I realized, oh my God, I probably have been here before. And I, I, had, to, I had to escape. I had to run away because it was too mm -hmm. scary for me. But now here with these two weeks, I decided I'm I'm going to go and I will end my journey in Avebury, where I will sit on this stone and I will receive profound wisdom. <laughs> that, that was that was my idea. Best laid plans, uh, yeah. You know, 
<laughs> yeah, 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 basically, you know, uh, and then everything will be all right. Uh, then I will, then all, all my problems will be solved and uh, Disney animals will fly and so so on and so forth. Or maybe a portal to another dimension will appear. I was, I was really like, you know, a bit, what will happen when I sit on this stone? But, uh, but as I was walking, I, I went to several places. I went to a place called the May- Mayberg Henge in Penrith. It's like a hollow uh in just quite close to the to the to the to the highway so you could hear hear the sounds but i i went there it was around november it was around Samhain or celtic halloween mm-hmm. so i i came to this place and i had all these different uh bodily sensations based on which stone circle i went to so this first place this it's mayberg henge there's a, there's a center stone in between and someone had made i could see that someone had made this kind of weird creatures out of bramble it almost looked at the beginning of like this kind of Blair Witch movie or something that was that was just there observing me it was quite quite creepy and I sat with my back to the stone and I could feel something piercing my skull and my sense was people were sacrificed here I had to get out but I, mm. I just had this kind of very strong visions all uh, all along this journey that was the first so my the, the first sense of this was this was not a this was not a good place, at least from what I what I could feel. And and I went further down. I went to a place in the in the Lake District, uh, called Cast, Castle Rig, I believe, which was different. It was not in a hollow. It was on top of a like a, like a, high in the mountains, and you could see like further mountains apart. And I felt heart energy there. There was a small rectangle. I didn't know what it meant, but I sat there and I felt, ah, yes, I could feel expansion and heart energy. And I didn't speak to anyone. I just, I just mm-hmm. walked towards these places and I felt almost like on a pilgrimage. I was thinking a bit like the old bards. They would also go to these sacred sites and try to channel things from the earth or stories or new mm-hmm. poems from the earth. That's what also what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, and... Uh, then I came to the, yeah, so that was in the Lake District, but I, I, I was staying at the house. I was supposed to meet a friend there. I was thinking, finally, someone to meet, someone to speak to. But he, but his, his daughter became sick, so he had to leave to see, be with her. And so I just got free reign of the house, but I was alone again. And mm-hmm. uh, I'd been one, that was like one week in. And so I was walking. So I, I had nowhere to escape my 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 feeling, and I was walking around, and I I could feel this strong despair in my body. It was like impossible to escape. And suddenly, I saw to my right a huge pit in the landscape, and I thought, Ah, my pit of despair! <laughs> so <laughs> I walked in there, <laughs> and I just shouted out everything. I just shouted, shouted like uh, this all this despair, uh, mm-hmm. and then. Uh, and I felt better, actually, because the land allowed me. Okay, yeah, there's a respe- here's a receptacle for your despair. Yeah. <laughs> and I and I felt like my only my only companion in a way became the land, and I felt like the land was just responding to everything I felt whenever mm, I was walking. Amazing. And I kept thinking, okay, Avery, Avery, at the end, I will sit there on the stone and the wisdom will come oh, and everything will be fine. So, ta-da. so, yeah, ta-da. <laughs> so this was like really like my 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 what, what the thing I was like clutching onto when I felt really bad, and. Uh, um, and uh yeah so and I further so there was other places i went to see this kind of this, this horse this chalk horse in the side of the, of the cliff meditating on a mound there and then but but on other places as well but then in the end like after those two weeks i i came to avery like the the the, the goal of my my quest you know that's some sort of grail knight <laughs> trotting around there and uh i 
and I decided, okay, I, I will I will use my entire day just walking in this place, taking it in, <clears throat> and then I will uh, visit this barrow at the end. And I I was uh, so I was just walking around in the town, and I came to a place where someone had uh, made this uh, with with some you know spray white spray paint uh, that probably dissolves after a while like like uh, foam. They had made this mm-hmm. old kind of fertility labyrinth where you can where you enter and you go around and you come into the middle and you go and you go back out again. Mm-hmm. And it seemed like there was uh, some like a, a couple that had done that to kind of you know cement their relationship or something. And I, at that moment, I could see that uh, it's been qu- quite cloudy. But then I saw that the clouds were starting to part. And it's also been raining earlier today. And I saw a rainbow, like a, a third of a rainbow. And then clouds were covering the rest. And then I had this feeling, ah, if I walk to the center of this labyrinth, the rainbow will appear. And I started to mm-hmm. walk. And as I walked, the clouds just... And as I came to the center, there it was. Wow. Just as I just just as just as was foretold, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> then, I, then I then I thought okay, I'll, and as I walked out again, then the clouds came, and then so right. so the, the last third suddenly. So it was just like I felt every that uh, whatever I did, the the landscape just mirrored it, uh, and I knew it was going yeah. to happen. It's so it's cool because uh, you're uh, speaking, yeah. I'm like getting these yeah. like images of as you like like as we know with Navaratri, like you have to let go, like you've got to let go of your despair. Mm. You've got to have like a, 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 an, a, not an end goal or an end game, but like you've got to have a sankopa or a destination in mind, but it's really the journey to mm. getting there that is important. But as you commit and go mm. deeper and deeper into the sacred, which, you know, is the labyrinth, the veil, mm. the veil of the clouds, you know, go and you're able to see the beauty of what this moment is actually entailing all the time. But then as you come mm, out of that mm. frequency, out of that paradigm, that state of mind by walking out of the labyrinth again, then you see, okay, and we're back to paying bills and blah, 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 blah. <laughs> but, you know, it's like, if you can, if you know how to get into that labyrinth inside mm. and shift paradigms, mm. The, the clouds will part and you will see the beauty of, of the moment of the rainbow wherever you are. And, but mm, the, the mm. land, the land is there to teach us this so beautifully. If we can yeah. ask the question, it really Indeed. comes down to that, doesn't it? Like you have to ask the right questions. The answers are already exactly. there. Again, you have to ask the right yeah. questions. What, what ails the, is, is one of those right questions. What is wrong with you? It's it, exactly. it, it, an example of that, you know, exactly. And, uh, <clears throat> And so, uh, and so, yeah. So I, I just kept on walking. Uh, I remember snippets. This there was a, there was some kind of sage sitting at the, at the foot of a rock. I didn't speak to him because I didn't speak to people. That was my my thing, mm-hmm. and I hadn't been speaking to people for two weeks now, uh, mm-hmm. except for the landlords of my you know the bed and breakfast and stuff. But the, and landladies. And then I so there was there's this huge, huge chalk hill that's been made you know many thousand years ago. Uh, I saw that one, and then I finally, as as the as as the sun was setting, I came to West Kent and Lombra. I used my entire day. And okay, here it goes. I'm gonna sit on my stone, and uh, and I was I was I was I was almost terrified now because I've been building up this kind of what's gonna happen because I, I mean I had a sense I've been here in a past life before. You know what will happen? Something will happen. <laughs> and I and I and I walk inside, and and there's two 
there's two hippies there, <laughs> you know, playing uh, kalimba or what is it called? This kind of uh, African instrument. Yeah, yeah. I, I, at that at moment, I mean, I mean, they didn't look that different for me, but I, I kind of felt they were. I was, ah, oh, what are they doing? They're destroying my moment. So they were just there playing this instrument, and I thought, okay, I'll just walk and wait until they leave. I'm gonna sit on my stone and be alone. So I walked on top of the the mound. And I looked out across the landscape, thinking about my journey, thinking about everything that I've realized about my own personal life and, and the, my issues. And I saw this, I mean, I, I don't know exactly why this was, it just felt very nice. I don't know what it was to this day. I just saw this kind of uh, small beam of light. It was like uh, diagonal, about this in size on the, on the, on the horizon in front of me, just moving uh, like this. And I, and I just looked at it and said, yeah, yeah. Uh, and I, it, it just felt right, as if it was kind of telling me exactly. I don't, I don't know what you are, but uh, I, it, it, that feels right. Hmm. And then those two hippies <laughs> right. left the, the mound. <laughs> and I thought, okay, now. But then I saw there's a tour group coming. Oh, dear Lord. <laughs> there's a tour group <laughs> coming to the, to the West Kennet Long Barrow. Okay, I'll wait a little bit longer. And then I realized, of course, it was, you know, I mentioned Samhain and Halloween. And this was, the, uh, and I didn't know, but there was a full moon. There was a full uh, moon, and it was the full moon of Samhain of the old Celtic Halloween celebration. Uh, and of course, all of these people were in there and they brought their drums. So there was no sitting in silence in that stone. Um, they they started playing djembe's and just having like a big, big old ritual ceremony uh, gathering. Beautiful gathering it would be if I hadn't been become so almost like misanthropic during my two weeks of mm -hmm. deciding to wanting to do this journey by myself. But I, I walked inside and I could see people were sitting on my stone. And there were candles everywhere. On your stone. So there was no mystery. I love that. <laughs> yeah, on my stone. On, your and, uh, stone. <laughs> on my stone. <laughs> and then I realized after a while, okay, they're not gonna leave. They're not gonna leave. So okay, if you can't beat them, join them. I thought. And then there was this one room, this one like uh, one of one of these round chambers in this mound that that no one was sitting in, uh, close to the entrance. So okay, I'll sit here. I'm, I'm not going to join them, to totally. So I just sat there with my back to the stone. And I sat there, and then I felt. I could feel suddenly because they were playing drums and those and the, and the sound of that those drums just you know they went reverberated through, through the, the stone rock. and yeah, into yeah. my bones yeah and I could mm -hmm. feel my bones just uh, and then mm -hmm. I realized oh wait a minute this is the point because this is how it's been people have been celebrating here and everywhere but this mm -hmm. is like the sound of my ancestors traveling through stone into my bones mm -hmm. And I, and I felt suddenly at that moment, and then my guides basically were saying, yes, this is what we meant. <laughs> right. it, it was simpler than I thought, but it also more this profound. This is what you came you know, for. Because I was yeah, expecting this, this kind of, yeah. And I could just sit and I could feel feel that you know energy. And I could feel this connection throughout time, throughout history. And I mm -hmm. felt connection to them too. It was me trying getting back to, oh. to also the society. And then, and then of course, people say, of... okay, the, mm, yeah. Sorry, sorry, we sure, have like sure, a slight on. delay and it's no, 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 no. Um, disconcerting. No worries, um, no worries. But there's this like really interesting thing as you're speaking of, like as the masculine, the one that's the one, mm. like the, my stuff, yeah, like, you know, this, yeah, the one <laughs> it has to be alone. But, you know, the one mm. is not the isolated individual. The one no. is the whole it's the all mm. it's it's the interconnectedness mm. of of 
there not being a separateness from all the other people, from the stones, from the rainbow, from mm. the, 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 you know, it's like, that's Every the one, is that is chain. the divine, yeah, yeah mm. the, the essence, the, the impulse behind that manifestation of all is the divine masculine. Mm. Um, mm, and you, mm, you weren't allowed to isolate like yourself. Yeah, you weren't allowed to isolate yourself and, now, and make it, it an Shiva individual the thing. Top, you know. Yeah, yeah. Mm. But Shiva, the energy mm. of Shiva Has, is is mm. all, is the totality that is exactly. inside of him. Exactly. Yeah. And so you weren't yeah. going to be so allowed it's, it's to not, be there alone. To... Of... No. <laughs> No, because I have to come back. You know, that's the thing. Yeah. And I and I and I and it's like, uh, and so they were going outside to watch the full moon. I thought, okay, well, I'll go as well. And you know, the tour the tour leader or he said, you know, many of you probably have had past lives here or feel that way. And I said, yeah, that's for sure is me. I could really feel it. There's a reason yeah. why I'm coming back here. But then I thought, okay, everyone is outside. My stone is free. And so I ran inside <laughs> and I, I just sat down on the stone. But of course, nothing happened because, you know, and I realized, oh, yeah, yeah. But yeah, the wisdom has already come. <laughs> there is nothing yeah, more yeah, yeah. to it. Than, and, I, and I was just laughing at myself there. But at, yeah. but at, the, at the very end, uh, there were like 10 people or so left. And uh, we all were standing in the, 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 the bigger, bigger chamber. The main the area. Very, yeah. Uh, the main area in a circle and uh, we were invited to kind of come to tell them, say the names of our ancestors or people that were close to us that we wanted to, you know, honor in this ring. And I, and then I said the names of my, my grandparents who I, and, mm. and my grandfather that I mentioned earlier, that was mm-hmm. like a big masculine role model for me and my grandmother who was a big feminine role model for me. They were uh, in a way more, even more so than my own parents. And uh and the other, the, the other Englishmen and women tried to pronounce, you know, the Norwegian as best they could. And, uh, but it, it felt, in a way, by them saying the names of my grandparents, I really felt connected. And I said, you know, I have been doing this journey, not speaking to anyone. Thank you. And I'm, and I'm leaving uh, tomorrow back to, to Oslo. So I'm, I'm so grateful for you that to you that you kind of helped me reconnect to society and, and bring me bring me back down mm-hmm. uh, and and because uh, uh, I, I don't think alone. I've been able to do that properly with that and mm-hmm. the feeling of not being alone yeah and to yeah. understand the, the 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 because the value of my trip is clear to me now I said mm-hmm. and uh, that was a very beautiful ending to all of it it was yeah not this you know the the lone hero it was it was going back into the the network of things yeah and i think also that's where we're headed like uh we're we're more going towards just like the time of the single the single you know uh uh heroes or uh, that's that's my my to me at least feels like the time of the that's something of the past but now we are more more moving into interconnectedness Mm -hmm. and uh yeah an interbeing yeah. an understanding of that and and finding your places in as nodes in a network and connecting with people that way yeah and, yeah uh, and that yeah. this connect this network of everybody having their gifts and in their mm. way yeah. sharing their gifts like totally and completely but not so that they can stand out but so that the entire collective exactly can thrive because if everybody yeah. is yeah. thriving if everybody is shining mm. you know yeah every yeah every, that's the that's the thing, thing that's is the thing. resonant yeah 
amazing yeah if everybody's thriving then uh, there will be no need for for like war and uh, i mean it's like that's the thing yeah you won't well as a, a friend of mine and... said to me the other day you know because uh, i had called her to see if she was okay and she said and i mm. said how much i love when i call her that her kids like to say hello to auntie and um mm. And and she messaged me and said, you know, maybe maybe that's the you know maybe that's the transaction, maybe that's the you know the thing that we you know you look after me and my kids look after you and blah 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 and and you know it came through so strongly you know when the right hand gives to the left hand that the heart does not keep count, you know mm, we're not mm, we're not uh, we it looks like we're giving to the other but there is actually no other. Yeah, we're just. Exactly just being just existing just mm. loving mm. yeah mm. well thank you this was a real thank treat you. and i really hope that we can do this again because i feel like this is going to be the first of many conversations on here mm. to mm. really yeah mm. really fun and um yeah we will talk to you soon mm -hmm. be well <laughs> Thank you for joining us in our Solace and Shine podcast. If you liked this episode, please subscribe, rate, and share it. We would love to hear what inspired you. And if you have any questions or topics that you would like for us to explore, please leave a note in the comments. Also, if you would like a daily dose of connection and raising of your frequency, join us on We Are, our online community. You can find the link in the podcast description. Follow the link and you will receive two weeks for free. See you soon. And don't forget, soften and expand.